You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Me and my house is the title of this devotion. And you know that this is a word that Joshua spoke at the end of his life and he was 110 years of age. And for many, many, many years, he had been invading the land that God had given to his people and battle after battle and victory after victory. And here he came to the end of his life. And even though the people saw the mighty hand of God and saw his awesome works, many of them struggled to learn his ways because their nature, their nature was not always fully surrendered to him. And you know, friends, God wants both. He wants you to see that he is mighty and that he works wonders and signs in the earth and that he shows himself strong on behalf of those who are loyal to him, but at the same time, that loyalty is not just a commitment, but a change of nature where our inward heart is affectionately sealed and given over to our Father and His Son, Jesus, and the power of the Holy Spirit. And we're wholly consecrated, dedicated, and separated to Him. You know, you can see mighty acts, but if you don't have a changed nature, it does hinder the relationship of coming into the maturity that is meant to it and meant for it. And so I want to read you Joshua's words here at the end of his life, what was most important in his passion for the people that he had been entrusted to be a shepherd for. And he says in verse 14 of chapter 24 of Joshua, Now therefore, fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth. Put away the gods which your fathers served on the other side of the river and in Egypt, serve the Lord. Do you see how cultural influences on our family life can sometimes keep undermining the fullness of what God has if we don't allow him to perfect us? It doesn't mean that we're disrespectful to the previous generation and that we look down on them, but no, we let the Lord take us on and mature us and that we grow from where they left us. I think we need to keep growing and maturing. I know my father, one who's in heaven since 1997, he would want me to rise to greater heights than he did. Why? Because he knew there's so much more in God that he gives us through Jesus Christ. And so here he says, now, if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the river or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. This is the title. Me and my house will serve the Lord. And Joshua says, I've made my decision. I've made my decision. I'm not going along with the crowd. I'm going to serve the Lord. You know, that is such a good place to be. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And then look what it says. And if it seems evil to you to serve the Lord, choose for yourself. Okay. 
But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Listen now, verse 16. So the people answered and said, Far be it from us that we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods. (laughs) You know, you can wish something, but that is not the same as doing it. You can wish something to be a certain way, but it's in the doing that true righteousness is revealed with God. It's not just in saying what you believe, but in doing, because faith without action isn't the faith that God's looking for. God's looking for corresponding action, that what we believe in our heart comes out of our mouth and our whole nature and our whole character, as he says in Romans 10. For the Lord our God said to people, is he who brought us and our fathers out from the land of Egypt, from the house of bondage, who did those great signs in our sight and preserved us in all the way that we went among all the people through whom we pass. And the Lord drove out from before us all the people, including the Amorites who dwell in the land. We also will serve the Lord, for he is our God. Joshua said to the people, you cannot serve the Lord, for he is a holy God and he is a jealous God. He will not forgive your transgressions nor your sins. The word is transgression means rebellion, where you are rebellious in the way that you are towards God. In other words, you know what you're doing isn't right, but you do it anyway. And and he, he says, the Lord, you cannot serve the Lord because he's holy and jealous. If you forsake the Lord and serve foreign gods, then he will turn and do you harm and consume you after he's done you good. And the people said to Joshua, no, but we will serve the Lord. So Joshua said to the people, you are witnesses against yourself that you have chosen the Lord for yourselves to serve him. And they said, we are witnesses. Now, therefore, he said, Put away the foreign gods which are among you and incline your heart to the Lord your God of Israel. And the people said to Joshua, the Lord our God we will serve and his voice we will obey. You know, this is kind of the message this week. There comes these times in our lives and I believe they come more than once. I believe they could come around several times in our lifetime where we are really reminded, where we are really given the choice whom we will serve, whom sight we will own, what we're living for. And that we can look at our household and say, you know, things in my household are not going the way that I believe is right. Some of these things we watch on TV are unholy and ungodly. I'm allowing the, the world into my home in a way that I shouldn't. Some of the way that No. And that we again are reminded to set things right because that's what Joshua did before his time was over. He set things right before the people. He said, if me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. But if you want to serve these gods from that, that your forefathers served, I'm not serving that. And he said, no, we will serve the Lord. He said, well, you can't because he's holy and he's jealous. He will not put up with that shenanigans there. He will not put up with it. And the people had the opportunity to set things right. I believe that is such mercy when God gives us the opportunity to set things right. 
I believe this is a day, friends, for you and me to set our ways right before the Lord. It says in Psalm 50, the last part of that verse, it says, he who orders his conduct aright before God offers praise to him. You see, when you say, no, I'm not watching these shows anymore. No, we will not have this in our household. No, we will not have this in our household. We will not do it. Not in my house. And I'll give you the, the, the sweetest, simplest example. When my son Joshua and Zachary were teenagers, 15, 16, 17, kind of, they looked at me and they said, Dad, do we always have to go to church? I said, this house goes to church. I said, someday, sons, you will have your house and then you are held responsible by, by God how you live in your home, but this house goes to church. So as long as you're in this house, we go to church. And Joshua lived with us until I think he was 27 before he got married with Sarah. Zachary married early. <clears throat> he married when he was 22, same age I got married. And, but today they have their own home, but most every Sunday they're in church. You see, I didn't enforce it to the spirit of of condemnation, but in the spirit of devotion in my love for God. Whenever you do something in love for God, then it always will inspire others to follow. Whenever you do something out of condemnation, it will repel other people that want to do the same. I want to encourage you, don't serve the Lord in condemnation, but let His love compel you. But I want to take you back to Joshua chapter 6 and show you a few things before we finish this devotion today. In Joshua chapter 6, verse 17, we see the two spies. Solomon was one of them. I forgot the other one's <coughs> man's name. And they came and spied out the city of Jericho that Joshua was about to take. And they came into the house of Rahab, the prostitute, who lived on top of the wall of the city. And she hit the two spies. And then when she let them go, safely, she said, make a covenant with me because I know that God is with you and he has given this city in your hand. Make a covenant with me that me and my house will be saved because I've spared your life. And they said, hang this red cord, this purple cord out of the window as a sign that you are in faith that you will be saved. And that represents the blood of Jesus really. And anybody who's in your house will be spared, but whoever's not in your house will not be spared. And look at what it says here in verse 17. Now the city shall be doomed by the Lord to destruction, it and all who are in it. Only Rahab the harlot shall live, she and all who are with her in the house, because she hit the messengers that we sent. My goodness. Look at verse uh, 22. Joshua said to the two men who had spied out the country, go into the harlot's house and from there bring out the woman and all that she has as you swore to her. And the young men went who had been spies and went in and brought out Rahab 
her father, her mother, her brothers, and all that she had. So they brought out all her relatives and left them outside the camp of Israel. Verse 25. And Joshua spared Rahab the harlot, her father's household, and all that she had. So she dwelt in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. One woman said, me and my house will serve the Lord and all who chose to live in her house were saved. Do you see the power that you have when you order your conduct to write and choose to serve the Lord that all who come in your house will be blessed by you because you are blessed? The Lord says, I will bless you and make you a blessing in Genesis 12. Did you know that Rahab married one of the spies called Solomon? And they had a child called um, Boaz. Boaz. And Boaz married somebody who's called Ruth that I want to read you about before I finish. And Boaz and Ruth had a child whom they called Obed. And Obed had a child whom they called Jesse. And Jesse had a child called David, king of Israel, the man of the God's own heart. Do you see when you choose to serve the Lord with your house and put him first to honor him by going to church, by reading his word, by keeping godliness in your house, by honoring him with your tithes and offerings? Do you see that when you choose to put the Lord first in your finances, in your worship, in your morals, and, and in the way you talk about others, how you bring blessings upon all those who come into your household? Do you see this? And, and, and let me just go with you to Ruth for a moment and read you here about Ruth in chapter 1, verse 14. Then they lifted up their voices and wept again, and Orpha kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth clung to her. Orpha kissed her goodbye, but Ruth said, I'm not leaving. And she said, look, your sister-in-law has gone back to her people and to her gods. Return after your sister-in-law. But Ruth says, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For, whatever you. for wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people. Your God, my God. Where I die, where you die, I will die. And there will be, I will be buried. And the Lord do so to me and more also, if anything but death parts you and me. Do you see the commitment of saying, me and my house, we will serve the Lord? And do you see because she chose to be part of God's people and to live a godly life, how God was able to use Ruth, who was a Moabite, to become part of the inheritance of Christ? Because when you in the book of Matthew and the Luke read the heritage of Jesus, <coughs> the lineage of Jesus, Ruth is in it. Oh, my goodness, friends, when you choose to serve the Lord, it affects everybody. Let me close with you out of 
Exodus chapter 12, please. Let me close with you. I know my time is up and I, I just feel so much that the Lord is trying to speak to you and me. Listen, against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgment, says the Lord, for I am the Lord. Verse 13 of Exodus 12. Now the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you are. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and the plague shall not be on you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. This is somebody who says, me and my house will serve the Lord and it will be a sign to everybody. I will put the blood of Jesus Christ on the doorposts of my house and on the lintel of my house that anybody coming into my house comes into the presence of the Lord and judgment cannot touch them while they're with you. Do you really believe in this today, Pastor? With all my heart, with all my heart, with all my heart, I believe in this. I believe in this for my own household. I believe in this for Life Church here with all my heart. I believe that anybody coming to Life Church will experience the mercies of our Savior because that's whom we serve, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, this, the only true living God and Savior of the world. And I pray that anybody who comes into this congregation will experience the love of our Savior and will experience His mercy and forgiveness and will find that there is an escape from all the evil that's in this world and it is in the congregation of the just. Oh, I pray today that you and your household will serve the Lord and let us all choose to be devoted to Him with all of our hearts. Amen. Have a good day.